aside to God. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. Here am I. Let us close our eyes. Here we are, Lord, this afternoon to share your word. Speak to us, Lord, like you spoke to Moses. Oh, Lord, we came here just to hear you speak to us. We dance, we worship, but Lord, we came to hear from you. Because we know that we serve a God who speaks, Lord. Speak once again, even this afternoon, in the name of Jesus. Amen. I didn't see this one. He said, here I am. Now, we see here, chapter 3, it came to pass when there was chapter 2. Hallelujah. The children of Israel, they were in Egypt. Remember Israel, uh, out of Israel came Joseph, and Joseph became the ruler in Egypt. The Bible says that uh, when Joseph died, the new king didn't know Joseph. And then he said that, you see these people, there is a lot of them. If we leave them, you know, when the enemy comes, they must side with the enemy. And they said, you know what, we will enslave them. And then from there, then begin the torture and the suffering of the Israelites. Hallelujah. And now all this happened. I don't know what the Israelites were doing, but then in chapter 2, the last verses, it says that the Israelites, they cried unto the Lord. They cried after came a new king because they thought maybe this new king will be, you know, will go soft on us, will release us, but the situation didn't change. That's why they had to pray. All this time, maybe they were hoping, you know what, maybe the new king will be much better. Yeah. Maybe uh, the new president will be much better. But it's still the same. You see, uh, they're all corrupt. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. They cry to the Lord. But the reason we see here Moses in chapter 3, it is because God had them. The Bible says God had them. He remembered the covenant. He remembered the covenant he made with Abraham. And then it went through all the descendants, even up to Joseph. He didn't forget. Hallelujah. And he said he acknowledged them. I like it. Hallelujah. I preached about this last year. He heard, he remembered, and he acknowledged them. It is painful not to be acknowledged. Hallelujah. Especially when you are in need. That's why sometimes people believe what they are doing because they are not acknowledged. Everyone wants to be acknowledged. I want to be acknowledged by God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Maybe the Israelites were acknowledged by people, by neighbors, by people who were in high, you know, rankings, but then the situation was still the same. Hey. But when God acknowledged them, I don't know when the Israelites were praying, maybe they expected God to send an army. I don't know what they expected, but surely they didn't expect God to send Moses. Because the Bible says, Moses, the reason we see Moses in chapter 3 is because he ran away. I don't think that the children of Israel expected God to send a coward, someone who ran away. Because that's what people look. No, it's not feet. God says, the same one who ran away, I'll go to him. Hallelujah. Moses ran away and he, he stayed in Midian. He found a wife and had a son. For years he was there. 
And while he was there, having, you know, living his life, I'm sure he was you know, there comfortable. He even developed a routine. The Bible says now he was standing the floor. And one of the days, he didn't even expect this. One of the days while he was on one of his daily routine, he saw something unusual, out of the usual, something that is supernatural. This is the place that has always been. This is his sport. He comes to the sport every day, taking the floor. He knows every corner. But then today there is something that he cannot explain. The Bible says it. He looked. He looked. Tell your neighbor, look, turn and see. Look, turn and see. He looked. But then what I love about Moses, even though he is a coward, when something happens that he does not understand, he doesn't just ignore it. He looked at it. What is that? But then the Bible says, you know, he couldn't understand it because he was just looking. He had to do something first. The book of Exodus, you know, will tell us after God has called Moses, there were miracles, you know, the Lord heaven, God will provide for Israel. They didn't like anything after they went out of Egypt. Now I want to go after chapter 3 before I come here. I want to show you something. You see, God sent Moses, and then Moses was that Pharaoh's like, Ah, Pharaoh, God says, release his children. They were released. And then God provided for them everything because of one man. I don't know if the Israelites had a chance to ask Moses, why did God choose you? Tell your neighbor there was chapter 3. Before the miracles, before they could pass through the Red Sea, before you know, the, 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 the Egyptians you see today, you will see them no more. Before the manna, before the water came out of the rock, there was chapter 3. Today God wants us to look at chapter 3. I know the following chapters, they are nice. You see God in movement, God in power, he performs such miracles. But then we have to understand the chapter 3 first. Why it happened. God didn't say, Moses, now let's go. No, something happened. And one of the first things that Moses did, he looked. I was asking God, why Hebrews 12 to it doesn't say, see Jesus? It says, look unto him, the author and the finisher of our faith. The Holy Spirit reminded me when the pastor was talking, he has been talking about prophecies and the dreams. says that when you see something, you have to look for God, look for it, you want to find out. He said that you won't see it until you start looking for it. And Moses was not going to understand why it happened if he didn't look. Yeah. He had to look. Yes. Look for God. Because if you look for his things, you might miss him. That's why people today, they go to churches. When you ask them what happened, it's still the same because they came here looking. They came looking for the looks. He didn't dress nice today. Did you see? They came here looking. The worship team didn't sing where. Yes. While other people are seeing Jesus, someone is there looking. Yeah. 
Yes, the teachers. When Samuel was sent to the house of Jesse, God sent him there to find a suitable king for the Israelites. But Jesse, because of the looks, he didn't consider David first. He considered the ones who had muscles first. He said, Fita Mona. But then God did not look at the appearance and the looks and what people were looking outside. God was looking at the heart. God knew that Moses might be a coward, but he had a heart that I'm looking for. That's why he was able to know. He didn't make a mistake. Don't stop looking. Look for God. When you look for Him, everything you want is in Him. Don't stop looking. But again, don't stop at looking. Because the Bible says, while He was looking, and I'm sure after some time, He noticed that, you know what? As long as I'm looking, the bush will not be consumed. He now realizes that no, this is not just a normal fire. It's not yet consumed. God is trying to get my attention. You are in a situation. God is not trying to kill you or to do anything bad to you. He's trying to draw your attention. Look unto him. Forget the friends, forget the family, forget plan A, B, and C. Look unto God. Forget the goals and the oaths. Look unto him. He's trying you know, to turn your attention. Maybe Moses was used you know, to look into that side. Now God wanted him to turn to the other side. The other side is not used to. The side of supernatural. The side that he never considered. The Bible says he turned aside. Ooh. You see, he was facing this way. He says he was looking and then he had to turn aside. Because as long as he was looking like this, he wouldn't understand. He had to turn and go and see. Because as long as you are looking from afar, you won't understand it. You can identify and say, okay, I see. This is this and that. But then you can explain the why. You can't explain why it happened. You know how it looked like. You can describe it. You can tell them, yeah, it's a small church. But if you are looking and you are not turning, you won't know the God who is in a small church. He changed. Intercession, you will read from the book of Second Chronicles, where it says, If my people who are called my name turn from their wrongdoings, turn. Because when God calls you, even when we, you know, when, when, when the gospel is preached to us, and then we repent, we have to turn from what we are doing, turn from what you are used to. God does not want to mix himself with the things that you are used to. You have to turn from everything and say, God, I come to you as I am. I am dead. I have left my place. I don't have a plan. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't even understand myself, but I'm turning. What I understand is that I look and there's something it is not normal. Sometimes that's how we do things. People, they say that we are crazy. We tend. We tend. I know by the, uh, the standard of this world, it's not normal. It's not normal, but we tend. 
That's why some things we do, we don't even look who is looking because we change. We are not on the same side of, of the world. We change. We change. And as long you know, you, you, you cannot reason with the person who's on the other side when you're on the other side. Because they will understand what is happening. When you are turning, turn with expectation. Just turn and expect, you know, the same results you got when you were looking. Amen. Expect to see after you obtained. Because the whole point, God wants us to see Him. He wants us to see Him. The Bible says, seek first His kingdom. I want to remove the K to you and say, see first. His kingdom. Amen. See him first before everything else. Amen. Moses, he saw him. Amen. Who goes to far without an army? Is someone who saw the Lord. Who applies a job without a qualification? Amen. Is someone who saw the Lord. Turn today. I don't know what it is that you've been working on. But God saying, turn to the other side. There's a side that you never considered before. A side that you thought maybe, maybe undermined because it does not make sense. The side that nobody supported, turn to it. To the side. Because it is the side of answered prayers. The side where you are able to understand. Maybe there's some things that you've been praying God for for years. And the reason you haven't got them now is because you never tend. You just look from afar. And then you keep coming to church and say, I'm going to church. But God say, Ten. Yes. You will see it until you turn. God is not a lie. He told you, you're going to have this. But you won't see it until you turn. Because when you come to Him, you have to come the way you are. Leave everything that you are doing. And then turn to Him. This is another side. When you turn to the another side that you are not used to, you expect to see something that you've never seen before. You expect something to happen that has never happened before. That is the other side. After I turned, I'm going to my last point. That's why I said she should read it with King James Vision because mine says to look, but this one I love it. King James says he turned to see. It means all this time he couldn't see. But then now he came to the final point where he is able to see. There is a song that says, Ezulu love 